L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're historically, historically inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear you Washington, do that again. John Adams, Thomas I, Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So Martin we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast-forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! I did it. I was in I was in my groove. Come and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm kind of doing You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. L-A-S. Well, hey there, Peanut. How are you? Peanut. 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 That's what we've been calling Marlo lately. Well, that's cute. I was expecting something like cranberry or something holiday oh. related. No, oh, let me try again. Let me okay. Try again. All okay. right. Well, let's pretend that didn't happen. <clears throat> Hit me with that theme song again. All right. I'm ready. <clears throat> you ready? Yep. Yeah. Crack that neck. Gobble, gobble, everybody. <laughs> that was unexpected, uh, and I like it. Oh, I love it when you make sound effects. I love doing this podcast. With it you. was the neck crack right before. <laughs> it was, it was like a like cracking a turkey neck. Could you hear it? Could you hear it in the microphone? No, but I could see it. I could feel it. It uh, reverberated through the room. I felt it. it I felt it, it but hurt. I didn't hear it. You know what else hurts? What? I don't know. Oh, I was no. going to try a nice transition, but it didn't come because nothing hurts nothing right now. Hurts. Because I'm in the middle of another episode of From One Dad to Another with my best friend, Tim Arnold. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm so I'm so good. happy to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to do another episode. Thank you, dear listener, for checking us out. This is a weekly podcast produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more visit LASpodcastnetwork.com, and this is the show where we talk all things parenting, growing as parents and as individuals through growing storytelling. Parents. We plant them in the ground. We plant them in the spring. We water them. We harvest them. them in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> we serve them at Thanksgiving. Oh, you brought it all back around to Thanksgiving. I did, because it's almost Thanksgiving. It is almost Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving episode. It is, and I'm thankful for it. What are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful. I really put you on the spot. That's a you big did, one. you did, because I was not prepared for that. I should have been prepared for that. I've known you long enough to know that you would you would put me on the spot that way. So uh, that is something that I actually feel passionately about. I really love um, thinking about positivity and gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And Marnie and I end just about every day. Yeah. By asking each other what our favorite part of the day was. I've witnessed it. It's true. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Where were I, you? I, I just, just, just hiding, <laughs> hiding in the closet, hiding under the couch. Yikes! Under the couch, <laughs> right I, inside the inside the, couch. the cushions. You hollowed it out. Like every time you sit on the couch, you're sitting on my lap. Yikes! Wow. <laughs> um, what are you grateful for this year? I am. I mean, so many things, obviously, but a whole lot of things. Yeah. Um, I am grateful that once again we get to gather family together. Uh, post-pandemic for Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is a big thing for me, always has been a big thing for me. Yeah. And uh, we were supposed to host the Thanksgiving dinner last year for the family. Yep. And that all got squashed uh, for for reasons of safety and, and just making sure that everybody was, was safe. And this year with vaccinations and quarantines and right. mask wearing and... Uh, we are uh, we are gathering a, a large group of family together, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate in person. Which I'm super thankful for that. Family is something that's important to you. Family is very important to me. Yes. And yes. between you and Jordan, you have a pretty substantial family that's going to be coming over for this Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Jordan's family is relatively small, mm-hmm. um, but uh, they are they are joining us, and uh, as they do every year, which is which is great. Jordan came from uh, a smaller family, and then she, you know, when she joined my family, suddenly it was like holidays were a big deal with lots of people and uh, a little bit chaotic, and yeah. um, and she. She jumped right into that with uh, with both feet, um, but yeah, it's um, it's great. I think I don't know what our final numbers are. They fluctuated a bit. At one point, we were up to nineteen people. I think now we're sitting at sixteen people, maybe. Um, but we usually will have like a revolving door on Thanksgiving. We have uh, the big sit down meal, but other than that, it's sort of an open house. Any, sure, anybody come over whenever they're comfortable whenever they've seen other family members or whatever it is that they need to do. So, yeah, it's a big deal. It is. We're in that season where you do kind of have to bounce around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. you have to make the tour of sorts, yeah. tour of houses. Yeah, and you're because you're getting ready to do some of that, too. You, since, since your yep. family is not here in town, you right. get to travel out of town. Not too far. I'm from Dubuque yeah. originally. So, uh, and actually, conveniently and coincidentally, Marnie also has family up in Dubuque. Right. So we often, for holidays, will drive up to Dubuque. Uh, we'll see people. It's usually just a day yep. up there where we'll, we'll hang and out. You make the grand tour. That's right. And then you jump over to Illinois. You have family there too, right? Am I imagining that? Um. Yeah. Uh, so, sometimes. Not, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So um, especially around Christmas, yeah, we'll okay. pop up there. Uh, up at Scales Mound, small mm. town. Um, when you hit northern Illinois, you yeah. have all these kind of little Northern little Illinois towns. is southern Wisconsin, is eastern Iowa. That's valid. That's <laughs> it's just valid. the tri-state area. Uh, but yeah, we will sneak up there. But yeah, we rarely make it up there for, mm. for most things. Yeah, so. I don't travel so much anymore. Uh, there was a time when when I was in the military and the kids were smaller and I lived in New Jersey we would travel on the holidays, and so all of my vacation time was sort of planned around, all right, we got to get the kids to both sets of grandparents, and so there were grandparents in Iowa and grandparents in Kentucky, and we were in New Jersey, and so often it was just a, a big uh, a big circuit around the holidays, or sometimes it might be Thanksgiving for one group, and then other times it might be Chris, uh, Christmas for another group. So, uh, I'm, and We talked about that during some of your... I think we talked about traveling in the yeah. first kind of set of episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about you squeezing everybody in the car, yep. strapping kids to the top, yep. you know, making it all work. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually the best way to travel with kids. You strap them to the top of your car so you sure, don't have right. to listen to them ask you to change the radio station. Exactly. Or they can just pee. You don't have to worry about the upholstery. It's right. pretty great, They're actually. screaming, are we there yet? But you just roll the window. But I can't hear them. That's fantastic. That's I just right. I just crank up the deaf leopard on the radio. So has family as a part of the holidays always been a part of your life and your traditions? Yes. Um, at, or at least to, to such a priority. Yeah. So um, I, I think we, we talked a little bit about this uh, in some of our earlier episodes as well. Um, growing up in the military, uh, we were often in other places. Um, so often it was me and my brother and my mom and dad. Yep. Um, and so, but even, even with just the four of us, we would make like Thanksgiving and Christmas, they were a big deal. And Thanksgiving, we would often share a meal. We would have, we would go to a friend's house, mm-hmm. uh, another, uh, another family, or they would come over to our house. Um, and depending on, you know, where I look back in history it was a different family sometimes depending on where we were but it was always about sharing and tradition and just really really enjoying the holiday it was it was always a special thanksgiving in particular was always a special day it wasn't just a day to kind of just sit and watch football or um, have a day off of work there was there was work that went into preparing the meal and sitting down and having a meal it's probably the only time generally that I, we eat at two o'clock in the afternoon sure <laughs> it's kind of a kind of a weird thing we always have um but yeah it's always been a really really big deal even if it was just the four of us um and then so when the kids got uh, when the kids came along uh, i tried to instill that as much as possible to make it a big deal and um I think it's an important thing for them uh, that, you know, they're, they're coming over then and their families. And so the family stuff just kind of grows, but, and what about you? So how was, how was Thanksgiving for you growing up? Was it a, was it a focal point of the year or was it just another day? Oh, kind of another day. Yeah. Um, 
uh, we've touched on this a bit on this show um, already. We kind of talked about it during the holiday or the Halloween episode, rather, that these kind of uh, holiday traditions were not a huge part of my upbringing. And part of that was because I did not have a huge family. Yeah. Um, I have large extended family that I'm just not very close to. Mm-hmm. And so it was um, mom, dad, grandma, and that was the primary group. Yeah. Um, so we just didn't really, and you know, we, we were, uh, uh, we, we just didn't have established traditions. I Mm -hmm. guess that's the way I want to put it. Yeah. And so we didn't really focus on making new ones. Sure. That wasn't a priority necessarily. So I don't, I don't want to say that we never did anything right. Mm -hmm. Cause we would make some food and I know that we would, um, get together. There would be a bit of an event of it. But it was never anything huge, and I don't remember, at least from what I can remember, I don't remember it ever feeling like a large priority. Yeah, you know. Um, well, and and for us, Thanksgiving in particular was uh, wasn't wasn't usually a big event in terms of number of people. Uh, we would usually share it with one other family or something. But my mom is one of eight kids, yep. and um, Christmas was the one where we would often travel back uh, wherever we were living and we would travel back and you know there'd be 30 40 people or you know however many people there Um, thanksgiving wasn't really like that so much for us but it was always an important but maybe smaller holiday yep um and we really enjoy jordan and i both really enjoy kind of having everyone over uh to the house for thanksgiving we we enjoy having people over to the house anyway it's just uh, one of the great joys in both of our lives but um, Thanksgiving has become, I think, uh, maybe a bigger, um, it's become a bigger affair as the kids have gotten older and the family has grown and, um, you know, it's just something that, uh, like, I don't think it was a huge deal for Jordan growing up either, but it's become like a, a, a kind of a really big, exciting thing for her as well. So I think there's a bit of a magic to hosting it also, there right? is to being the host. Yep. And I know that um, both you and Jordan, and I think especially Jordan, really um, feel strongly about mm-hmm. how you host, yes. right? And, yes. and making sure that it's a great experience and really thinking about the front end to back end of, of yes. all the details and she all of is, it. She's fantastic at the the planning of it. I'm, I enjoy the process of, of making the food and sort of planning, not so much, I guess, kind of planning the menu, but... But more so, I actually just enjoy sort of cooking for lots of people. You've already started. We're recording this the yep. night before this will come out. Yep. Um, so so the it's Tuesday, Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I saw a picture you posted. Yep. The turkey is brining yes. already. And, yeah. and uh, I made one a week and a half ago. Uh, it was kind of a test run for our, our Friendsgiving mm-hmm. uh, that, we, that we had. And so I tweaked the recipe just a little bit. Uh, but it's it's not often that I get to make two turkeys in a holiday season. So I was I was excited to go home and, and kind of start that process. Sure. It it's just it's just fun for me. Well, I'll tell you what, I remember and I'm kind of remembering actively as we talk about it, as I often do right. when we're going back in time together. I, I'm remembering a handful of Thanksgivings where we went up to Scales Mound, um, which is my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And we had a, a large group of family, the majority of which I don't know very well. I couldn't tell you their names, that right. type of experience. Yep. But they were all packed in this somewhat small house. Mm-hmm. And there were tables lined up between two rooms yeah. and lots of food being shared. And I was too young to really care. Um, probably didn't really want to be there. Right. But that's the first time that I remember actively thinking to myself that I don't like Thanksgiving. Mm. Interesting. And you know why. Yeah. Which is, I don't like the food. Right. It's not It's not your favorite. It's not my food. Yeah. But you love the food. I do. So let's have this conversation. Very much love the food. Let's also loop in Jackson. So Jackson Bartleby Jackson, are you a fan of food? Uh, oh, yeah, extremely, yes. Okay, well, I didn't say I didn't like food. No, 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 of course. But like, <laughs> to be clear. Well, I was, just, I was just setting the stage. I was like, let's just establish right up front, Jackson likes food. Very much. And now... We're going to loop Jackson in on the conversation about Thanksgiving eats. Hi, Producer Jackson. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm mad, but I'm good. <laughs> t- uh, talk to me about your feelings. Uh, ooh, it's a lot. It's very strong. Uh, I love Thanksgiving food. It's the mm. jam. I, I didn't yeah. for a while. I'm I in was, the minority. Yeah, I, I was anti-stuffing. 
I'm still anti-cranberry. Mm, um, stuffing's my least favorite food of all oh, time. It's so really? good. I've, I've really come around on the stuffing. So good. And not even fancy stuffing. Like, I'm all about the stovetop stuffing. Yep. Yep. So, let me ask you this then, Jackson. How did you come around on stuffing? Like, was there just a, a moment in time where you were like, oh, yeah, okay. So, I live my Thanksgiving life by the mound. <laughs> Which is, of course, the mashed potato with the gravy on top, with the corn on top of that, with the turkey just on top of that. Just everything, yep. yeah. You just put it all in one and big by volcano. And by the time you get to the uh, kind of the end of round one of food, it kind of looks like one of those KFC bowls. 100%, right? yeah. It's just, it's potatoes with everything else in it. But the stuffing is just such a nice little, you just put a little bit on the top there, it gives another little texture, nice little hmm. flavor. Really, I'm much more of a uh, kind of... Put everything on the plate, but it has its own thing. But it all bleeds together. It all yeah, touches. Exactly. It's not like I can keep them keep them apart. I compartmentalize. Yeah, I'm very like know. my food doesn't need to touch. No, I like to I like to enjoy each thing as it's meant to be enjoyed. For me, Thanksgiving food should all touch. Like there's something about that taste of stuffing where there's jellied cranberry in it, or like the mashed potatoes that has some corn and gravy mm-hmm. uh, in it, and the turkey. I just I'm going to find some turkey under all of that and yeah. shove it in my mouth. Now, I agree with you that that's exactly how Thanksgiving food is meant to be eaten. Mm-hmm. The classic plate, it's all piled on top of each yeah. other. It's it's like um, it's like a cornucopia of food on your plate. Right. Like it is designed to be colorful and be, you know, uh, presented mm-hmm. in a mishmash, but a colorful, well, well built mishmash. Like that's what I picture as a plate of Thanksgiving food. Well, anytime you have that many dishes involved in a meal it's not like there's a main course and then a side and then like a uh, bread there's like a main course which is eight sides uh <laughs> with some turkey on it right? Yeah. right and and so then that's it okay so let's play a game real quick all right because i'm i am the one at fault here right i know that <laughs> at least you realize that. i know that i'm the one in the wrong but let's see how wrong i am okay so um between the two of you name off a thanksgiving food and I will tell you if I enjoy it or would even eat it. All right. Uh, you go first, Jackson. Okay. Uh, green bean casserole. Terrible. I knew you were going to say Awful, that. awful, awful, gross, disgusting. Corn pudding. Gross. I like corn. I, I don't even know what that is. I've never so corn that. pudding, it's like um, um, uh, cream-style corn, but uh, and it's like a cross between cream-style corn and cornbread. Um, so it's sort of solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sweet. So it's just soggy really, cornbread. Ugh. I mean, not. I mean, you make it sound unappetizing. <laughs> it's, it's, it, there's more to it than that. Uh, all right, go next. Um. Oh, also cornbread, gross. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay, this is gonna be a controversial one. Turkey. White meat or dark meat? White meat always. Yes. Dark meat's nasty. Ugh, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Ridiculous. <laughs> This is a terrible game. Um, uh, white meat only, and it, it's got to be some moist turkey. Yeah, I was about so to say. So I, I agree with that. White meat, well, actually, even if it's dry, then you just use a lot of gravy. Yeah. I mean, gravy fixes everything. It's true. And gravy's hit or miss for me. It's really? got It's got to mm. be, if it's bad gravy, it's bad. What is bad? Good gravy versus bad gravy. Like, That's a are good we question. talking about like, so, is it texture? Is it gravy has really only made its way content? into my life in the last five years? Really? <laughs> Frankly, yeah. Like, it, you had no idea it existed. No, I knew it existed. We just weren't friends. Uh, so, but we've so, gotten but now closer. You're, now you're friendly, right? In gravy. adult life, you know, we've gotten closer. So, I'm still learning about gravy myself. It's the mm. omni sauce. You just put it on whatever you want. You can put it on anything, it's and great. it doesn't have to be beef gravy or turkey. You don't have to match the meat to the gravy. No, just no. any gravy can go on any meat or any side. There are different types of gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. based on meats. Yeah, mm-hmm. beef oh. gravy, turkey gravy, chicken gravy. Yeah, um, see, I learned something new today. Salmon gravy. <laughs> salmon. <laughs> salmon gravy. <laughs> Actually, I don't think that's true. I mean, there is, but I don't know. What would Somebody you put on has salmon? made gravy for fish. What would you put on salmon? I mean, I would put, like, when I make salmon, I put, like, um, honey and garlic and um, lemon. A nice mango glaze. Oh, that sounds awesome. I love mango. salmon. I would eat that. Uh, it's Turkey's one of those things with me, too, where it's like, you got to be careful because it's very easy for turkey to taste like napkins, and you don't <laughs> you don't want that on your turkey. Well, right. if you put enough gravy on your napkin, 
I would uh, eat that you napkin. Can eat that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, tur- uh, turkey is one of those things that um, I I like both white meat and dark meat. I have to mm-hmm. I have to have both of them on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I can't do just one. We've all had bad turkey though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I've yeah. made bad turkey. Right. I like generally yeah. don't make bad turkey anymore. Yeah. I I feel good about where I am in my my turkey prep uh, part of my life, but there have been some some really poor efforts from me in the past. Well, and now I also imagine that all of us have come across people in our lives who have said, I don't like turkey because they have had bad turkey. Yes. yes. Right? Absolutely. Now, good turkey is great. Good turkey, great. Mm-hmm. But good. good turkey actually is a little hard to achieve. Mm-hmm. So It does take a bit of work. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. It takes it takes the brine or the baste. There's lots of different techniques. Uh, fried turkey is really good, um, but I, I don't I don't make it that way. Most things are better fried. We usually have ham on Thanksgiving too, and I love ham. You do both. Ham's always and good. And we're I think we're gonna have. Well, we just did a couple weeks ago. We there was there was ham as well, and uh, and then I think actually on my Thanksgiving this week, I think Michaela is bringing ham as well. Ham is good, but ham doesn't have to be a Thanksgiving food. Ham can be a whenever food. True. Ham is an Easter food. Hmm, yeah, sure. Yeah, give, but that's that. that's been a that's always been a thing. Another tradition, another food tradition. There are a handful of them in the right. year. Ham is not like the top name on the movie poster. It's like in that second row. <laughs> Absolutely, definitely supporting on Thanksgiving. Character. It is a supporting character, yeah. Yeah. and it, and if it doesn't show up, I'm not going to be upset. What are some other Thanksgiving foods? Oh, let's see. So we cover uh, mashed potatoes. Uh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, so good. All right. So uh, and and uh, when I make mashed potatoes. My kids will tell you there's a there's a very special ingredient in the mashed potatoes. And can you remember what it is? It's love. That's well, there's that. Name. There's that. But also, there's there's one special ingredient in my Thanksgiving mashed potatoes that the kids always Are you want. gonna give it away on the show? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. But I want you to guess it. Skittles. Oh. Nope. Ah darn. Thought I had it. It's another thing that I make from scratch and then I use it in the mashed potatoes. Is it a meat? It is not a meat. Okay, then I don't it is know. a liquid. A liquid? That also is a Thanksgiving thing that I, if I'm remembering correctly, you don't like. <laughs> I mean, your odds are good. I don't <laughs> like it, so. Eggnog. Oh, I love eggnog. Really? You do love eggnog. Okay. Eggnog but also mashed potato. Yeah. So one time, years ago, so I did this when the kids were little, I because I, I learned from, so my ex-father-in-law, Jeff, uh, made, still makes uh, eggnog uh, from scratch. Um, and then he taught me how to make it, and then so then it became a thing that I would always make, and then one year when I was making mashed potatoes, I went to grab the milk, I put it in there, and I accidentally grabbed the eggnog, and the kids loved it, and so now that's a thing every year. I do remember that story now. Now that you said it, I remember it. But, yeah. Um, Traditions, right? And that's how things become a tradition. And (laughs) Someone screws something up, and then we decide (laughs) to keep it. I mean, honestly, sometimes. Uh, but we just didn't have a lot of those traditions in my family, and so I'm excited to establish some new ones. So yeah. we'll definitely get to that in the second half of the episode. I think. Yeah, definitely. The uh, I'm I'm excited to hear because over the last you know over the last you know eight years, you guys have established some traditions. I, I you know mm-hmm. new traditions with with Liam, and um, so I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah, kind of. I think Thanksgiving is one of those ones we haven't figured out yet, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, this year in particular, I think, promises... And there are logistical challenges when you're in blended families, too, Correct. to establishing Correct. Kind of so Liam um, is in shared custody, so he'll mm-hmm. spend, spend every other year uh, for Thanksgiving with his father and then every other year with us. Yep. And so we have him this year for Thanksgiving, but you're right. Every time we have Liam for Thanksgiving, he's two years older. Right. So it's like... Remember that thing like we did target. last last Thanksgiving? No? Okay. Well, let's just do a new thing. Kind of. <laughs> which I think is really a challenge. It's yeah. a challenge to establish meaningful traditions, especially if you establish a tradition and then one-third of the participants' interests change. Sure. By that point. Well, and you especially know? at the... You know, when you are a, a young... A youngster uh, interests change constantly. Right. right. If Liam could, I think that Liam would love to spend all day in his room playing video games yeah. on Thanksgiving. 
And so it's important for us to find some some things, definitely allocating some time for that, if that's what he wants to do, right? Yep. Um, some constructive time for that. Mm-hmm. But also setting aside some time for some traditions and some family and some yeah. meal and some just some classic Thanksgiving because that's important to Marnie and, right. and subsequently important to me. So finding that balance there is important. Well, and it is, it is uh, and I... I'll tell you from experience, it is being a sentimental person like I am and like you are generally. Um, it is. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, being a, 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 a sentimental person, uh, it can be tough. Like when the kids aren't necessarily on that same page and, you know, in my head, I, I, I elevate the importance of tradition or spending time together or there's this thing that I really want us to all do together and I want everyone to feel really, really great about it the entire time. And sometimes it's tough when not everyone is in that same headspace because it feels kind of, it feels very personal when it shouldn't. And I've had that happen because I'm like, I grew up with these traditions and they're really important to me and I'd like get choked up thinking about like, oh, we're going to do all this stuff together. And then when someone's not interested... You know, or they want to play video games or they, you know, they have to go over to somebody else's house or, you know, they have to go to work. And I'm like, like, I feel like it's a personal affront, even though I know it's not. <laughs> right. I, it's, it's, it's not me. It's them. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the takeaway. Right. Uh, well, speaking of takeaways, let's take away the show and give ourselves a break. <laughs> Nicely Nailed done. It. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to check in with some uh, sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to keep talking about Thanksgiving, holidays, and traditions, and and all this good stuff we're already touching on. Um, by the way, let me send you home um, for your break with this. Um, pies, awesome. Pumpkin pie, great. Cranberry sauce, like canned cranberry sauce, mm. awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um so you're 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 a cranberry jelly jellied cranberry guy? Oh yeah, jelly me up, daddy. Hmm. Noted. All right, all right, cool. And I do. Okay, let's have this conversation real quick, and then we'll make a shorter second half. Um, I think it's a texture thing for me. Nine times out of ten. Oh, for sure. Like I, I like stuffing as a texture in my mouth. No, thank you. It doesn't doesn't work. No. There's a lot in that. A lot of textures and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like jelly cranberries, great. Mashed potatoes, great. Love the soft foods. Love the <laughs> melt-in-your-mouth turkey. Like, that's awesome. But you just don't want to work that hard for Right. It. My jaw gets sleepy. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I used to have a tr- I used to have problems with, with eating dry meat when I was a kid. Like, I would just <laughs> chew it forever until my parents would let me go spit it out. I'd have this, like, cheek full of, of like, like, overdone steak. Like that was devoid of all moisture sitting in <laughs> sitting in my cheek until finally my my mom would be like, "All right, you can go spit it out." Gross. <laughs> Which you are is relieved. why I love gravy. Oh God! So anyway, um, Thanksgiving Let's food. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I realize I'm wrong. I'm I'm in the wrong. I'm sorry. Good. I'm glad you. Um, but it. you're not in the wrong for sticking around for the second half of the show. We're gonna have some more fun. We'll talk some more great things. Uh, stick with us. We'll be back in. One moment. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Skarpe the Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billie Eilish got bangs? What's a Billie Eilish? L-A-S. Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh, hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing... 
Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing her. If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. Welcome on back there, jellied cranberry man. Chicken, chicken, chickadee. <laughs> Sorry, I meant turkey, turkey, turkey. Turkey, turkey, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I have a, I have a, a trivia question for you. Ooh. Right, How long ago was the first Thanksgiving North America? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I really don't know. Four hundred years wow. ago this month. What? Yeah, it was. Uh, I would have been way off. It was in 1621, which was the first harvest after the pilgrims had arrived uh, into this new land that they were taking for their own. Um, but yeah, 400 years ago, November of 1621. That's so interesting. Uh, yeah. So this is like a, this is like a really, a really special Thanksgiving. It's the quadricentennial. Is that, does that sound right? Jackson, could you look that up? Quadricentennial, I think maybe. Uh, Like how many years? Cause it, cause a bicentennial would be 200. Yeah. And then a tricentennial would be three, and a, I would assume it would be a quadricentennial. That is correct. Quadricentennial. Yay! Yes! All right, you learned two things. Quadricentennial and first Thanksgiving. So, anyway, nice. I just thought that was neat because I sometimes uh, get nerdy about history, and I, I liked the... We do need to get you on Historically Inaccurate with Jake Trumper. Yeah, I was really proud of myself at, at the, the live event when Jake yeah. asked... How many years four score in seven years was, and I yelled out eighty seven because I'm a dork and I happen <laughs> to know that. And which, I'm, I mean, there are lots of people who know that. That's not anything special to know. Yeah, but it was extremely nerdy that I yelled it out in the bar. <laughs> um. So yeah, we had a couple of live events this past month. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some LAS stuff real quick. Yeah, we had friends with marketing benefits at Stillwater Coffee Company, which was super fun uh, with Elizabeth Von Presley as the guest. And then yeah, just this past Friday, mm-hmm. we had a live event at Thu yeah, Brewing, Thu Brewing downtown Cedar Rapids, where we put on a live show of historically inaccurate. Yeah, which was super fun. And Drank a couple of those Bogey Joe amber beers, which I liked. Yeah, I liked the Bogey Joe. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I did you the have event. A good time? W- yeah, I did. the The event was a, a lot of fun. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. You know, obviously, we see the podcast get recorded, and they are recorded. You know, live. It's not like it's a scripted thing. Oh, yeah. But it was really interesting to see it live in front of people uh, and audience interaction and. Uh, you know, you and Alex and Jake up there, you know, I mean, you were just sort of supervising. I don't I, know. I was producing. You were watching them work. That's what it was. Usually I'm a little bit more. They were doing the work. You were getting the credit. That's right. That's is that, that, is that what, what what happened? Usually I'm a little more involved in that show. Like I've been talking a lot on that show lately, but uh, I I was so focused on just making well, it work. Well, you know, when you weren't in your you so weren't good. in your space and right. you had to make, there were so many things that could have gone wrong. Right. You had to keep ordering beer. I did have you to keep did ordering have to beer. Keep ordering beer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I kept up on that. But yeah, it was a it was a it was a lot of fun. Uh, the house was uh, was pretty packed, uh, and people were really interactive. It was a uh, it was great. Should we do a live show for this podcast? I think that would be a lot of fun. We should make that happen. We should. All right. Let's talk, and then let's say 
very soon, maybe even as soon as next week. Okay. We'll share some information about yeah. a potential live show. Yeah, we've got, both of us have a holiday week. We have nothing else going on. We could just sit down and hash it out. That's certainly how time <laughs> works for us. But we'll figure something out. I think a live event for this show would That'd be That'd be a lot of fun. fun. I, would, I, would, uh, I would like that a lot. Awesome. I love it. Uh, speaking of things that we love, we're talking about Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. talking about loved ones. We're talking about shitty food. Great food. I, I, I'm going to push back on that one. I know you're not the hugest fan of Thanksgiving food. So, so what would it take then? Like, what would be, what is currently missing from the Thanksgiving menu that would make you go, okay, I'm in? What should have been served at the first Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> like, what did they miss the mark on? I feel like I actually like a lot of foods. Um, I mean, I, I eat a lot of different types of things. Yeah. I've become more adventurous as I've gotten older. And I've actually, things that I didn't like as a young person have grown on me. And we talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit in yep. one of our very first episodes. A, a food episode. Where we ate some, ate some, some uh, weird Asian treats. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've learned to love a lot of things. But Thanksgiving food is just one of those things that's never truly grown on me. Interesting. And... I, I do keep trying it usually mac because that's a that's kind of a Thanksgiving thing. My mom bakes mac and cheese every Baked year. Mac and cheese is good, but that's also not like a okay. challenge. All right, you know, yeah, that's well. like all right, noodles and cheese. I'm in on that. Okay, <laughs> well, it wasn't one. supposed to be a challenge. I wasn't. I wasn't really challenging. I, I was actually. I was like pitching you a softball. But what I was like, hit a home run with this, and you're like, I don't know, noodles and cheese. Here's what'll happen. Here's this is the. I'm getting real honest with you. All right. I'm looking at Jackson, but I'm talking to everybody. Okay. <laughs> all the listeners. Here's what'll happen. You're gonna go over to somebody's house, right? For me, it's the Arnold's. Yep. Okay. You do come over. We're gonna go over to the Arnold's house. Uh, we'll, we'll, Thanksgiving food will be about, mm-hmm. and. You will have you will feel the societal pressure mm-hmm. to take a lot of different things because you don't want your plate to have meat and mashed potatoes on it, right? You don't want to be that person. I don't feel like there's a lot of pressure at my house to do that. That's there's just a lot of food there. You're an accepted person. You're a Thanksgiving people, and I'm not, okay? <laughs> I need to try and hide amongst the normies. But I already know that about you. And also... All of the people who would be at my house for Thanksgiving who would care already know that about you as well. But I'm just saying in general. you got to go to a stranger's house. Cor- you, you can't use my house as an example. That's fine. That's fine. A stranger's house. And you feel this pressure to like get different things. Yeah. Things that you know, I'm going to take a bite of that and I'm not going to want it. Yep. Right? So I always end up trying all these different things. And I still don't like them. Yeah. So it's not like I'm not trying. So what you could do is just take the th- just the couple of things that you really like and then put some gravy on your plate and then just sort of smear it around. <laughs> and then when you sit down, people think he he was so happy with all of this food that he ate half of it before he even arrived at the table. Mm. Right? There you so, go. So that's a, that's a little uh, life hack for you. My big thing with Thanksgiving food and going to other people's houses is um, there are some people out there. I say I'm a spicy boy. Mm. I really yep. like yep. all my food to be spicy. Yeah. But there are some people out there um, from some sides of my family included. <laughs> they don't like seasoning? Uh, no. They're the people that are like mayonnaise is spicy. Right? Like that's a hot <laughs> sauce. And I'm like, oh, but it's not though. Or ketchup. Like, mm, oh, yeah. you want to add flavor to this? Oh, here's some ketchup, which I can't. I can't do ketchup. Not a ketchup person no, generally? No, no. Um, my Or just s- not on your turkey? No, well, that too. But my <laughs> stepbrother's kind of ruined all ketchup for me. Uh, uh, but it's um, it's very easy going to somebody's house and, you know, I fill up and it's like, all right, is this going to have flavor to it or is it going to be napkin? What am I going to ingest mm. today? It is always weird going to someone else's place for a meal that you have strong thoughts about, mm-hmm. right? It, it, like with, I mean, just going to someone's house and then you're like, well, you know, I I like my turkey made this way or I like this kind of stuffing and they're like, here's some stuffing and you're like, why are there raisins in it? Or, oh, you know, you know, why did you put what yogurt covered tofu in it uh, you know whatever it is some some weird ingredient that you're <laughs> like this is not the same thing 
Um, so that's that's sometimes tough to yeah. uh, to deal with because you're like, hmm, okay, it's good, but it's not what I wanted. Exactly. So yeah, that yeah, I always feel, and even with, or sometimes especially with family, that there's a pressure to perform or a, mm-hmm. a, a pressure to appease, right. Or something like that. I think that does come along with Thanksgiving, too, in particular. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you probably don't feel that at this point with your family based on your dynamic, especially if you're the host. Yeah. Right? But I have certainly felt in the past when going to somebody else's sure. house, a family member's house, that I have to be on. Yeah. Right? I have to I have to enjoy the food. I have to, you know, um, be super appreciative. I have to mm-hmm. be involved in X, Y, and Z. And there's just this... This pressure to perform, I feel like I'm performing for yeah. my family or performing for whomever. Yeah. As opposed to what I think the intention is, which is let's enjoy each other's company and yeah. hang out. And um, and I don't know what that is. There's definitely something more to that. Sure. There's 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 something under the surface there. But I don't feel alone in that feeling. No. I th- and I think um, I don't know. I, I for me Thanksgiving is um, you know there's a long tradition in my family. And um, I know what I want out of Thanksgiving, yeah. which I think helps, right? I know exactly what I want and what I'm looking for and who I want to spend it with. And we long ago established this is what Thanksgiving is. So yeah. I don't feel that pressure in that. No, if I were to like, you know, go like Thanksgiving, uh, like getting outside of that comfort zone, mm-hmm. um, that can be that can be really tough, but I haven't really had to do that in a long time. I was actually just looking. I think it was three years ago. Jordan and I went to England for Thanksgiving. It was one of the first. We were trying to figure out with the kids. It was alternating Thanksgivings between us hosting and uh, my ex-wife hosting, and so we were sort of trading off. And and it was like, well, because Thanksgiving was so important to me, it was like, well, if she's going to be hosting the kids there. I do not want to be at my house by myself on Thanksgiving. So I was like, let's travel. So we did that. So we went to we went to England and and actually it was really really lovely. You know, we we were in a cottage in Wales and we went to the grocery store and uh, I think I got like a chicken breast or something and it, I made a little Thanksgiving meal and it was great, but it wasn't the family Thanksgiving. Right. Um and so we've sort of resolved that by just saying, all right, well, how about we don't do it that way? How about we don't split up? And um, and so that's so that's Thanksgiving is also I think one of the reasons it's also very special to me is because um, I get to spend that much I spend that time with my kids, and also they don't have to choose which parent they're going to be hanging out with. Yeah, um, that's actually something that's been really really special to us, and I'm really really grateful to. Uh, to Stephanie and her husband for being willing to do that is that on Thanksgiving and on Christmas, we all get together at yeah, the same time. That's great. And so, so uh, her family, she'll be coming over this week for Thanksgiving and um, you know, they've hosted, you know, Thanksgiving and meals and that's just a really special thing. And it's a way to kind of pass along this thing that has always been special to us yeah. to the kids also to try and hopefully keep it, keep that family tradition there even when things change there's still ways i think to to kind of um focus on the things that are really 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 important and we've been able to do that and that's been a really special thing for me i think as well that is fantastic and i i i see that in yeah. our family dynamic and think that it's great and that's not an experience we can have sure Liam, yeah right um one of the most painful things is that liam has to leave whatever house he's at mm-hmm. and go to the other house right in the middle of Christmas day. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks. Yep. Um, and I don't, I don't want that for me mm-hmm. and for Marnie. And I don't want that for him. Yeah. You know, and that's, that is, that is really, really tough. And, you know, sometimes there are ways to manage that and just, right. but sometimes you're just kind of left with, here's what it is. We'll do our best. And that's really what we've been trying to do. And so I think that brings us to maybe our final topic, which is doing our best with holidays. Yeah. Right. And doing our best with Thanksgiving. And of course, we'll talk about Christmas for the next month, I'm sure. Yep. Um, but because it, this is everyone the start knows it's of, Christmas season. Yes. Yes. It is. Once Halloween is past, 
then Christmas season starts. Our Christmas lights are up. So yeah. or mine are not up. yet. Actively. We didn't get our Christmas tree up yet, but we're gonna do it this weekend. Got it. Um yeah, I I think where I want to take the conversation is that Marnie has wonderful memories of traditions with her family when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And I don't. Sure. And that's not a dissimilar conversation to what we had around Halloween. Yep. And frankly, it's not going to be super dissimilar to the one we'll have at Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's just different family dynamics. And keeping in line with doing our best, right, um, what are some traditions that you have that you've loved mm-hmm. that you want to make sure you keep in place for Maeve, mm-hmm. um, your granddaughter? Yep. And what are some things that maybe I can help establish as we, you know, now with Marlo, start to build the foundation of our own traditions and our own holidays? Yeah. Let's have that conversation. Well, um, I mean, if we're thinking generally about, you know, they're in a lot of ways, Thanksgiving and Christmas sort of blend together. Um, And, you know, Thanksgiving, it's a big meal, but really it is the kickoff to the, like, the official start of Christmas holiday in our house and in our family. Right. Uh, That's when we decide it's time to start decorating. That's when it's time to really start buckling down and thinking about Christmas shopping, even though a lot of that, you know, happens before mm-hmm. for me i'm not in the right headspace until we hit thanksgiving uh but then i'm all in on christmas shopping and updating my own christmas list and yep. uh decorating and all of that other stuff but in terms of uh of traditions um uh i think the the family thanksgiving like whatever that happens to be is trying to uh i i want mave to grow up seeing thanksgiving as a big thing that everyone is involved in it's a it's a time to come together yes i know it's you know it's built into the name it's a time to give thanks but really it is the time for us to all get together and even though we do that at different times throughout the year um i would love for for mave to to also um uh look back on that tradition and to keep it going for as many years um as possible um, and then there, you know, there's some other Christmas things that we can kind of talk about as we get a little closer to the holiday, but like right. opening or everybody getting together and doing stockings on Christmas morning. Um, that's a, that's kind of a, a big deal to us. And Maeve has her own stocking and all the kids and their partners and husbands and all of that, they all have their stockings and we have this giant fireplace now that we can, you know, hang up the stockings on and that like kick off to Christmas morning is such a kind of a big, a big thing. And like I said before, I'm very sentimental about these kind of things. They're just these sort of classic things that um, make me feel all warm and fuzzy. And I want that for my kids and I want that for their kids. And I want to be able to uh, kind of make that a big deal for as long as I possibly can. But let me drill into that a little bit farther because that's what interests me, which is you say they're all these classic things, but what makes them classic to you? Like, where did they come from? I mean, just that you've been doing them forever, been doing them forever. My parents always made holidays a big deal. Yeah. And I I think, and a lot of that had to do with, you know, us moving around and, and often it was, um, often we were, you know, we were living in California or we were living in Idaho or we were living overseas and often it was just us. And so that was actually a really, a, a really fun way of leaning into kind of this, you know, our family is unique and close and we celebrate and we take time for one another and we make this thing special. It's not just another day. It's not just a day off of work. And so because my parents made it a big deal, I, and I loved it. I, I and, and, you know, I would watch, I, obsessively watch Christmas movies and Mm -hmm, I love Christmas carols and the holidays generally have always just been really, really important to me. So the idea of things being classic, a lot of it is nostalgia. Right. Um, and, um, my kids responded well to that when they were little and which was an excuse for me to just keep going with it. And so at this point, you know, I've built up, you know, more than 40 years of loving the holidays and, them being this, you know, these, these family traditions and with very few exceptions, I have very few kind of negative 
memories around around the holidays. They're the exception, not mm-hmm. the rule. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was also never just another day. Like every every holiday season was special in my life in one way or another. And so that's a tradition that I just want to keep going with. Well, this is the end of our episode. Let me tell you what I think my takeaway is going to be. Do it. Which is that I'm going to keep your eggnog in mind. Okay. And what I mean by that is you accidentally grab the eggnog, you put it in the mashed potatoes, and it becomes a tradition. Mm -hmm. And what I want to do is I want to try saying yes to more moments. Right, which I think is a slightly different one from our Halloween one, mm-hmm. which was to to try yeah. <laughs> opening up a bit more no, to to the holiday and to the I experience. Love that. But this is more so to say, let let it be what it's going to be, mm-hmm. and seek out those moments of joy and positivity, yep. and let those guide you into what your your new familial traditions are going to be. I think that's wonderful. I, I you know it's just it's you know revel in all of those moments whether they're intentional or accidental just you know enjoy them for what they are and the next year when you remember what happened the year before and you look back on it fondly then it becomes a thing you can talk about and it becomes a thing you can maybe build a new tradition around i love it and i love you and i love you happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving (laughs) and happy thanksgiving to you dear listener thank you for checking out another episode of from one dad to another our weekly podcast on growing as parents it comes out every single wednesday on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you get your podcasts and it's produced and distributed by the las podcast network right here in cedar rapids iowa for more visit laspodcastnetwork.com and by the way if you like this show if you like podcasts if you just like listen to Jackson's beautiful, sultry voice. And I do. Hey, who doesn't? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. I did. Consider subscribing to LAS Plus. It's just $10 a month. It supports our network. It keeps this show going. It gets you ad-free versions of all the shows, discounts at live events. Everybody at Thu Brewing that was an LAS Plus subscriber got discounts on their beers. That was great. Um, so consider subscribing. LAS, uh, LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. That's it. That's it. Thank you so much. You're gobble, great. Gobble. Go- gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. L-A-S.